informative, thought-provoking, factually correct. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to This Podcast is None of Those Things, starring Brian and Elliot. Coming to you from the Dirty Dina studio in Pasadena, Texas, here we go. Welcome everybody to This Podcast is None of Those Things. Brian here, and with me I've got Elliot, my co-host and best friend of a good 20 years. Yes, Lord. <laughs> and I forgot, I'm pretty good, and I, we, we were old enough to say that we might have forgot at least half of that. So the last 10 years is what's relevant. The Browns, as far as I'm concerned, last time I remember, the Browns were World, World uh, Super Bowl champions in the memory that I don't remember. Uh, man, your memory loss is really bad because that's not a thing. It didn't happen, so well. I mean, if, I mean, if I if I check the encyclopedias, it might have happened. Wait, wait a second. They don't have those anymore. Encyclopedia Brown? Are you moving into child private and detectives? Like, just, no, which was a good book series, by the way. But I'm talking about encyclo, talking about encyclopedias. Funny, funny fact, funny fact to it. I did take Jay on a on a college tour at University of Houston. Went to the old stacks and all, and lo and behold, there were encyclopedias. He was like walking past them like they weren't nothing, because they're not anymore. I said, I looked at this and said, son, come here. They said, you see these books? They're called encyclopedias. This was my Google when I was your age. Wait, were they in the library or in like museum cases? They're in the library. You can still Pull like, a, and like they, had, they had an encyclopedia of 1963. You could actually like pull them out, open them up. Uh-huh. They didn't have them under glass. No, it was, I mean, it was, it was, they it was, should be working better to preserve history. Right, I know. Like there were there were so there was the section of the the section of the library at U of H was it was the old stacks. It was the old building that was not been refurbished since when I went in 1995. Stone Age, and I love how you said. Five really light, yeah. It was a, and so we, uh, and so they had a lot of books from the sixties, like old reference, you know, government books and all that, right? Things that you're just not going to find. And then, like, you know, because because back in those days, children, we actually when we did our research was actually going in and finding the what were those things called the. The, the card catalog, the card in the card, card catalog, the index, the book index. Finding yeah, like, do we do that? Decimals in yeah, so all of that, right? We actually had classes for all of that, so we knew how to use you had that. To read stuff. Like, yeah, exactly. You, like if you didn't understand how the Dewey Decimal System worked, when you went to the library, you got lost. <laughs> you were screwed. You had to take notes, right? Because you couldn't, you couldn't just like copy and paste like book parts, right? Into like a notes page, right? Listen, if you're doing research now, mm. that's the way to do it. Like, highlight that shit, right? Copy it, put it in a word document. Uh. Don't use it as your paper, right? Jay, if you listen to this because you're not here today, right? Do not use that as your paper, but that's how you take your notes, right? Type up your bibliography citation right there with it, right? You're already good to go. Boom, done. Like, that's efficient. Like. Man, to be a student nowadays, yeah. like I kind of want to go back to school just so I can write research papers the easy way. Yeah, yes, just Google. You know, like there was no such thing as Wikipedia; it was just encyclopedia. Well, encyclopedia. Depending on who you ask, the accuracy was about the same as Wikipedia. Basically, kind of. 
<laughs> like you gotta take that as gospel as the Bible. <laughs> so 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 there so there we were with that. So that's where that's the whole important thing of memory. But we were having a fun discussion before we went on air. We sure were. We were talking about the fact of like when I was my son. Speaking of Jay, yep, and we're bringing up Jay because Jay is over in Kenya. I was gonna say this episode might be all about Jay because I got some stuff about Jay to talk about too. Right. So because Jay, Jay right now is doing some really good work over there in Kenya, doing some volunteer work, helping out local schools oh, and all that. This right now. Yeah. And so he's 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 he's, he's doing he's doing that. I'm, I'm wondering what. You know, obviously they got to be putting them to work. Yeah. Because I find it hard to believe that anybody in Africa has not heard of Jesus at this point. Yeah. Like, 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 all the Europeans showed up and yeah, said, the hey, East Coast. Have, yeah. you, have you heard the good news? Yeah, Jesus came. Yeah. Oh, you're Dutch now, or you're German now, right? And the Africans were like, "Whoa, what? What? Yeah." So he's he's over there doing doing some good volunteer work and all that. That being said, when I was his age, we were talking about as you and I were talking about the fact of. How I was that all the environmental shows, the animal shows, we all talk about how the great white was the apex predator of the sea. Even though killer whales have been around just as long as the great whites. I mean, let's say they were long before, they were both here long before I ever showed up. So that's what that's really what matters because they're older than I am. Well, as, as, as fate would have it, is you know they actually would, would show all these stories that are coming out how killer whales would kill great whites and eat great whites. Which then put a question in my mind over the years as I got older. Well, if they can kill and eat great whites, wouldn't they be the apex predator? Because you don't have stories of great whites killing killer whales. You have stories of killer whales killing and eating great whites. That means they're not, I mean, granted, a great white can kill me, but that's not saying anything. You know, so like Patty could probably kill me. And she's like the size of my, she's like lower than my knee. But so we're not and one like, ankle nibble at and, like, time. And, and, and and like the great you know Carolina prophetess that said when you go in the ocean that's the shark's house where you like you're gonna end up on the plate right you're gonna get ate right but as time moved forward all this new technology started showing like how it, like it wasn't just a pod of killer whales no just one on one a great white they had one video where a great white came for a. a killer whale and her calf and the killer whale was like nope nope i like like it's like hold my beer real quick i got this one <laughs> like it wasn't even a pod she just walked up and was like flipped him over made him catatonic ate it took his liver and just left him there and so let's let's talk about that because mm -hmm. that's kind of sort of amazing mm -hmm. that these killer whales one only want the liver but two are removing it with like surgical precision. Yeah, they're not just like tearing that shark apart. Mm -hmm. Like they're taking like one bite, getting mm -hmm. that liver out, and then gone. And then that 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 shark is fish food. Right. And and and, and the thing though, if you're on the coast, actually going to find out killer whales are actually your friend. Because killer whales don't eat humans. They don't bite humans. They that's... seem to be smart enough to know that we're not seals. Yeah, you know, or, or, <laughs> or fish or anything else that they typically would eat, right? But when they do kill the great white, or any other shark for that matter, like all the other, like all the great whites, like for great whites in particular, the great whites cleared the area for like <laughs> thousands of miles, thousands of miles either direction. Thousand miles either direction, they were gone. They're like, yeah, we don't want that smoke. We're out of here. So if you so which shows like 
So if you're a human being that still manages to get eaten by a great white, what were you doing somehow? So, but again, this, like I said, killer whales don't attack people. Hmm. And they don't confuse us for seals. Seals are on the menu for both killer whales and great whites. Mm-hmm. But great whites are dumb enough to confuse us and seals. Right. Which is, in a way, hilarious and, too, scary as shit. Right. They'll, they'll take a Guess who you're not going to see surfing. Right. You see off, like, the coast of South Africa. Uh-uh. I'll give you a hint. It's this guy. It's like, it's, yeah. And, it, like, and, 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 and you, know, you know, it was, like, a few years back when Jay was younger, and we were driving around on the beach on, in Galveston, and I come to find out that Galveston is like a kind of an estuary for for some for certain types of shark. Bull sharks, right? Yeah, I guess so. Because we were walking around, and there were baby sharks that were that didn't make it back to the water when the when the when the waves went back when the water receded, and so they were flying. At first, I thought they were plastic like toys until I saw flies on them, and the flies don't land on plastic. plastic. Right? It was like, oh, wait, the sharks here. Oh, I'm not getting in that water now. Like I can view the and water. You're the one who goes out there in kayaks and kayaks. Galveston. I ain't swimming there. Oh, you think that kayaks gonna stop a shark? That's what they show in the movies. <laughs> no, they show people getting eaten while in kayaks. That's a there's a great well yeah well there's there's that. <laughs> but I don't do that now. <laughs> That's if I've done a kayak in, in Galveston Bay. Like Jay wasn't Jay wasn't old enough to drive. Like <laughs> I'm not doing that. I mean that said we're putting a lot of focus on shark attacks right now and yeah. they are very rare. They I mean they are. But But why tempt fate? Because here's the thing in Galveston Bay, you get two predators come to find out for the price of one because there are alligators that will swim in the brackish water that is Galveston Bay. So if you're not dealing with the sharks, you could be dealing with an alligator. Or you could get the worst threesome ever. Mm-hmm. And you got a shark chewing on your leg and an alligator chewing on the shark. Right. Like, that's a bad day all around. Right. Well, except for the alligator, he's having a great day. Right. And then here's the thing. Then, like, because once he's done with the shark, it's not like you're swimming away. Right. He's like, he's like, he's like, and, and the thing is, with all the blood that would be in the water, more of their friends will be showing up. And all of a sudden, it becomes a frenzy. And like you know, that's just a bad day for Elliot. That's, I believe that's that's called how to get rid of a body in one easy step. I'm, seriously, if you're a killer, like why why are you getting caught down here? You you got the uh, babe that is your friend. You just throw the body in there and walk off. Now, granted, for as, as an asterisk there, we do not support murder or killing of any type. That's not our show. We're none of those things. This podcast is none of those things. Does not endorse murder, maiming. Disposing of bodies in Galveston Bay, or any of those shenanigans. Nope, <laughs> not at all. Just, a, just just admire the sunsets in Galveston, which is a very nice town to do that in, and a really good food scene, by the way. Really is really good. I, I've only really been to one place down in Galveston. Well, we should do. We should. We should do. Bar. Well, we should. We should do. Uh, so and, and, and there is. There's actually two gumbo places down there that are phenomenal. I know, I know. Yeah, You've been to the other one. Yeah, I was like, but I'm just saying that we could do an Elliot Eats and uh, what's the name of your show that we'll be coming out with oh, later on? 
Let's go ahead and replace the segue. Let's, let's, let's go ahead and... Real professionals. Yes, real professionals. We got we got stuff going on. We'd be, it'd be better if we didn't say things like, are we segueing like real professionals? Well, then, we, 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 but we're fun like that because we're Yankees, and that's let's, what we do. Let's be real. This is amateur hour at its uh, finest. All right. We'll put finest in quotes. Yes. Well, I'm so, okay, I don't know about yourself, but... So, yeah. So, we do have some uh, new content in the works. Um... I'm going to be doing two uh, YouTube series. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one is a compliment to Elliot Eats. And it is, it's either going to be Brian's Beers or Big Bry's Beers. I think it might be Big Bry's Beers. Okay. Just because it flows off the tongue with some of the other stuff. Yeah, because Big Bry just drank your beer. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And... I, I've been kicking around like how to do it and such, and I think what I'm going to do is do it three beers at a time mm-hmm. and rank those three compared mm-hmm. to each other. Mm-hmm. So I think that the fir- the first two episodes, I may as well mm-hmm. I can I can give out the topics now. Mm-hmm. The first two episodes are going to be classic cheap beers mm-hmm. and Texas box. Okay. So the first episode, I will be doing Old Milwaukee, mm-hmm. Paps Blue Ribbon, mm-hmm. and Lone Star. Right. And the next one, I'll be doing Ziegenbach, uh-huh. Scheinerbach, uh-huh. and Crawfordbach. Right. And I'm just going to rank those three in comparison to each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the most part, I will say it's going to be a pretty overwhelming positive show. Mm-hmm. Except that first one might be negative because all three of those beers are pretty bad. Right. But for the most part, I'm going to only be drinking beers that I know I like. Eventually, we hope I hope to progress to going to breweries and such. See, because with that, see, because the whole thing, because Galveston's beer scene is actually pretty decent. Oh yeah. Because they, because they, because Galveston has a actual a uh, Galveston Island uh-huh. microbrewery. Yep. And that's there. And then on top of that, now there's places around the island that actually have. Hold on, let me get a second. Because we were talking about, we, cause I was talking about Galveston earlier, and in fact, there's, there's a spot that actually that surprised me with the near Sunflower Cafe that actually has a pretty good beer selection that I would like to take you to at some point. Sure. Um, the second series that we're working on it actually came out of the Janae Marie interview, mm-hmm. and it's going to be a guess a book by its cover, mm-hmm. and that will feature. Almost the entire Dirty Dina Studio uh, talent group. Yes, the whole universe. Um, <laughs> yes. Yes. No. no maybe. <laughs> kinda. Kinda. <laughs> I should be taping these. I need these for the channel. <laughs> you're almost get. You're almost there. You're trying. There you go. Keep working it. So, Keep working it. And and the premise, if you did not listen to that interview, is I'm going to look at book covers. And try and guess, based on the cover, mm. what the book's about. So, if you want a preview of what that's going to be, go back and listen to the Janae Marie interview. We had a lot of fun with it. It mm. was it was definitely fun to do it with the author, but it's not a practical thing to do all the time. No. But it, um, I think I will be doing uh, your books at some point. Right. Because I, I do have, I have a new one that's going to be coming out later on this fall. And a re-release of the first one. 
Well, re, well, well you know, second not, edition of rewritten lives. Yeah, that was already out. And of course, there's uh, take a walk with me, and the new one that's going to be coming out is called is the third one in the series called uh, Earnest Thoughts. So that one that was to be coming out later on in the fall. I mean, if you called it Earnest Shower Thoughts, would each poem be very very short? Well, I'm five foot six, so a short's already part of it. Every single you one. Leave it a short, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> it's more like you and I trying to run a marathon. We don't go 25 miles. We're like 25 foot. I have uh, still been training for the 5K. Mm -hmm. Patty and I did a 5K on Thursday. Mm -hmm. We we got 3.16 miles in. Mm -hmm. Took us forever and a day. Uh huh. Because we are not setting land speed records. Mm -hmm. But. Um, let's see, I played uh, some disc golf, so mm -hmm. I'm really training for the none of those games. How are you doing on that, buddy? Look, hey, look, I've lost 70 pounds, so I'm good. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm already training. I'm, 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 I, had, I had work, I had stuff that I was doing over the last month or so for my, my, my job, because, like, you know, audience, hope you understand that, Brian, and I have are, are gainfully employed individuals. So, uh, there, so, so there's things, there's other things that we were doing, but we're not here. We are getting paid elsewhere. So, as I was doing that for the last month or so, so I'll be getting back into it. I got my 25-pound weight vest. I got my, my, my arm weights to do and do my fight training and all that, right? And so getting myself all the way ready. So, you brought up that we are both gainfully employed elsewhere. Right. Uh, we are certainly not gainfully employed at the Dirty Dina Studio. No, we're none of those things here. Uh, you know, <laughs> thankfully, it's 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 a break-even proposition for the most part. It's all about the love. It's really it's all about the love. Definitely a hobby. Yes. But, you know, folks, tell all your friends, you know, maybe we can get enough listens to... Uh, well, do like, If you want to advertise with us, we do have advertising space. All across both of our universes, <laughs> like right. all across. Yeah, we can get you on three podcasts right away, right off, right off the bat, and websites so, and Instagram, <laughs> social media. <laughs> so I think that goes into a good topic for the rest of the episode. Okay. And the topic is because Mega Millions is really high, or it was as of Friday. I don't know if anybody won or not. No, I it was four hundred eighty million. My ticket did not win. Well, I, I didn't even. I usually, like, I only play if I have cash on me. Uh-huh. So if I win at poker, mm -hmm. get a tip from DJing, or, you know, just happen to have a couple bucks, I'm like, you know what? Let me grab a lottery ticket. Because two bucks isn't going to hurt me. Right. But $480 million would certainly help oh, me. Right. See. So the question is, the question is, if you won... One of those big lotteries. Mm -hmm. Let's go with a top five things you would do after winning. Oh, easily. I'm glad you had this because I was I was talking with the author before I came to the show today, and I I, I listed a couple things that were bucket list items for me. Uh huh. One of them was I'd want to do the American Orient Express. It travels from it's a train uh, right right. It's not it's not Amtrak. It's a separate train thing that goes from Los Angeles and ends up in Union Station, New York City, right? Like I said, I would, I would love to do that because I've never been to New York. So that would be an epic way to You've go. You've been to New York? No, I have never been to New York. I mean, the desire to go to New York kept on dwindling 
with the other big cities that I've been to in the world. That I get. I mean, because I like I've been to Chicago, been to LA a couple times. I live in Houston, been to Paris, been to London. After a while, it was like, how many? I'm not fancy. I like look. I've been to London. I've seen France. I've even seen some. Anyway, that's enough of that joke. <laughs> like, so I like so so New York just didn't start losing its appeal <laughs> to me because I I because I'm a hillbilly. I own it, and I like other things. Like I said, hey, look, when I was when I was going, when I went to Paris, I was taking the shuttle, and which is a, you know, which is a train that goes through connects London and Paris, and I started thinking about my hometown area of Fostoria and Finley, and how much the scenery I was looking at reminded me of where I'm from. So, seeing the country by train would be a wonderful thing to do. The other thing I would do would be. I would take the there's a the American Riverboat cruise that goes from New Orleans to Minneapolis. They have a 30 day cruise, 15 days going, 15 days coming back. Ports of call, Memphis, St. Louis, Minneapolis, and I guess whoever else is on the thing. And like, I would take that cruise, do that, and I'd also the same company has a as as a cruise that goes through all the five Great Lakes. I do that. Yep. Like, are you gonna just name off all your your whole five right now? Because I was gonna go back and forth. Okay. Okay. My but bad. You've already got three. I got, I got. I got three. I got. You know. You know. Um. <laughs> I would. May as well keep going now. I mean, yeah, I know, right? Uh, shoot, I would go to Maine, and I would. I can't count that as a lottery thing, like. Because there's a there's there's a there's a, there's, a, there's cruises in Maine that I can't go to. Like, cause everybody does the Caribbean cruise down here. Like, that's not unique. I like when I found out that that Maine had them. Like, I was like, wait, Maine has cruises? When do they have those? I'm like, but they've been having them. There's a lot of things to do. That's like, psst, bet I'll go do that. So that's four. Fucking weird. No, because weird lottery top five. I mean, it, it is because like. Probably would go to the U.S. Virgin Islands. So what's interesting is I feel like every one of these on your list uh-huh. is kind of already achievable without a lottery win. And have you seen my bank account? No. <laughs> like, 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 let's let's just be honest. I oh. think with a little scrimping and saving. And you keep killing it at yeah, work. Uh, hold on, hold on. These, 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 y'all gotta understand something here. The man that's talking to me about this is single, not not married, no kids. So his money can go. He can go do whatever he wants. We've had this discussion. Do you want to start comparing Bill? Like no, they t- no. I got two kids. Yeah, they somehow vacuum. <laughs> and a and a wife. Vacuum. She ain't taking your money. She makes her own. <laughs> okay. Ask any man. Ask your daddy. Like, it's what's hers is hers, and what's yours is hers too. Uh-huh. That's how that kind of works. All of the time. You act like I don't know your wife. <laughs> yeah, she's <laughs> the, all women. I love women, but they'll draw me. We're back this up right Wait, now. So, Present they they present the angelic. We're gonna have some controversy, and then they suck it all. And it's all out of love. 
Well, uh, uh, did you just like quote Air Supply? Uh, yeah, and then I followed up with uh, with uh, with Tina Turner. Oh, what's love got oh, to geez. do? Got to do with it. Okay, in the interest <laughs> of protecting copyright infringement. Well, in the interest of not bursting our listeners' <laughs> eardrums with that singing. I can do Tina. I guess I, I can sing as good as she can. I can. In the shower, in my dreams. Freud said all men are great in their dreams. That's what Freud said. He's a doctor. So what's hilarious is... Your top five lottery winning moves. Uh-huh. Like I said, I, I there none of those are out of reach. Uh-huh. They may take some effort, but they're within reach. They're within reason. Uh-huh. And I am not being critical of any of them uh-huh. for that. Uh-huh. But what's funny is mine are first thing I'm doing, hiring a lawyer and an accountant. And getting all of my debts clear. Uh-huh. Everything that I owe money on, mm-hmm. gonzo. Mm-hmm. And it's not even that much. Mm-hmm. Like, it's going to be a drop in the bucket. Of, like, I don't carry a ton of debt. Mm-hmm. But truck's paid off. Mm-hmm. You know, I rent, so I'll pay off the lease. And then mm-hmm. that leads to the second thing. I start buying up some real estate. Mm-hmm. Buy myself a house. Maybe two, you know, maybe one, a Texas house and a Pennsylvania house. And then the rest have rental properties? Start, no, 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 I don't know that I want to become a landlord. Well, actually, you could you could do that and actually hire a company to manage that stuff for you. And then you get your, you still get majority of the yeah, money. Yeah. I mean, listen, there, there could be, there's definitely other things I would not mind putting my name on the deed for. Some uh, family property and stuff that I'd just like to... In the interest of preservation, mm-hmm. um, just be like, you know what? I want to buy it. Honestly, this house that I'm renting mm-hmm. that contains the Dirty Dina studio, uh-huh. I would probably, because I I do like my neighbors uh-huh. and like kind of where I'm at, uh-huh. I might buy this one, this house, uh-huh. tear it down and rebuild. Okay. And build it in my image. There'd be a second story on this bad boy. With the with the Permani brothers out front, show people how to really make no, sandwiches no, down no. here. Yes, the kitchen would be probably half the bottom floor. <laughs> the bottom floor would probably be a uh, uh, the kitchen, the living room, mm-hmm. a studio, and a bathroom, mm-hmm. and that would be like the whole footprint of the bottom floor, and then bedrooms and bathroom upstairs. Uh-huh. I guess that's number two is some real estate. Number three is actually more real estate related, but I would uh, find us a real Dirty Dina studio. Uh-huh. We would build a studio and the podcast would become my full-time gig. Uh-huh. It would give us, because the one thing I do find challenging, and we've talked about this a couple times, but I haven't really talked about it on the air, uh-huh. is with editing three podcasts, uh-huh. And trying to do videos, and trying to do promotion. What happens is, the only thing that really gets done uh-huh. is the podcast editing. Yeah. And sometimes that takes longer than it should. Right. So, if I could do it as a job, uh-huh. 
just doing the whole studio and all that, mm-hmm. that'd be great. Mm-hmm. Number three, stocks and bonds, baby. Let that let's put that money to work. Get an IUL. That way you don't have to worry about like if the if the, if the market goes down, you don't lose your you don't lose your investment, but you get all the gain. You don't get paid to know that one. <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least, and it's actually perfectly topical because they're they're playing there literally right now. I would take a trip to Scotland to play golf mm-hmm. on St. Andrews, the birthplace of golf. And the host to the 150th Open Championship that is happening as we speak. Is there such a thing as a closed championship? There are many invitational championships, but, which yeah. is essentially what a closed championship would be. The Masters would be the ultimate in closed championships. Does that, they would need to, I would want to buy the rights to that so that we could change that to the closed championship. So, first yeah, off, you're, that would be epic. I, even with that four hundred eighty million, uh-huh. that's not even get into the Masters. Like that's not even get get invited to be a member at Augusta money. I understand. Like so, I'm not buying the rights to anything. Okay, we 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 can have our own uh, uh, disc golf closed championship just to say just to have a just because the fact that it says closed the first annual no, closed championship. Closed is so it's not having it's, what's it's, going to be me versus you? No, well, I, don't I mean know. I'll win it every year. Well, that's probably right. I, 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 I've like, watched you throw a disc. Yeah, no, I, my, I, I'm I'm as good at throwing a disc as, as Shaquille O'Neal is as, at making fruit throws. That's not our strengths. I feel like you're giving yourself a lot of credit there. <laughs> hey, I almost beat you the last time. Almost? What, oh. were you within 10 strokes? I was. <laughs> I beat you on a, full ba- on a few baskets. I, I, I had moments. I had moments. Depending on the course. Well, you... You also got a disc stuck in a tree. We're going to talk about a disc getting stuck in a tree? And. We're going to talk about a disc getting stuck in a tree? And. Almost got it stuck in the same tree the second time around. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was, like, the first time it's like, okay, you know, things happen. But the second time when you went for two, it was like, geez, dude, that tree's not that big. <laughs> that tree was only like eight feet tall. Right, right, right. <laughs> And that will be coming up in none of those games. We may just have to suffer through the heat and do it. Mm-hmm. Some of these things, like, you know, Ricky and I played um, last weekend. Right. We played disc golf, and it was so stinking hot. Mm-hmm. But you get out in kind of early evening, and you can kind of get away with it. Right. You know, I made a bit thing about disc golf, and... And I know we're we're going on one of our train rides off of the main topic, but we'll just go with it. Really, we both got our top fives in. We're yeah. good to go. Because <laughs> speaking of disc golf, though, I recommend it to a friend of mine. Her, uh, a friend of mine who became a literally became a widow a year ago. This is her and her nine year old. And I said, you know what, disc golf actually might be a fun thing that you two could actually do. And she was like, what's that? I said, it's frisbee golf. Like right, and so like, and you don't have to be serious about this. They have, it's it's free to do. Oh, yeah. They said just throughout the city, and it's like you and you and the um and the youngest could go out there and do that. You just have a bonding moment. Right. So that steam just arrived uh-huh. for our next recording for an over the fence. So that's also coming up. Right. So I guess we want to find we we could end this with a our last news item of the day. Okay. Which is. The Texans cleaned up the 
their mess, their their end of the mess of the Deshaun Watson fiasco, uh, which they 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 finished paying off all thirty women. This is up to thirty women now. <laughs> so, so yeah, so, they they cleared up their end of the deal. Yeah, so the Texans got added to the naming mm-hmm. in thirty of those lawsuits. Yeah, it was like the twenty four that Deshaun had plus some mm-hmm. that they were they were just adding themselves in. Right, and the Texans took care of their business. They're like, nope. We're taking care of this. We're not going to have any more problems with this. Deshaun, you're on your own, pal. We shipped your ass to Cleveland. Right. You're their problem now. No longer ours. Right. And, you know, good for them. Uh-huh. Let the Browns do Browns things. And yep. we'll address it in a, in a future episode, all the Browns things. Yep. Because it's really becoming a... Uh, Hold my beer society. I, yeah. Basically, like you say, wait, 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 wait. Y'all messing up? Wait a second. I'll just take that headline off your hands. Steelers renamed their stadium to something stupid, and the Browns are like, hold our beer. We're going to do five stupid things. Right, exactly, because let's face it. Now, the, this is all Steelers got to be concerned with is the fact that now the stadium has no flavor, right? Cause it's we've still Heinz Field to me. Yeah, but that's living in the hearts and memories and minds of people is one thing. People ultimately end up forgetting. They just do, because... This way, but so, who made that decision to take you know to do that? Hey, look. As far as I'm I went gonna, into it extensively on Space City, so I don't really. Yeah, wanna, but but you like, but I'm mad. But but I, I, I will say this much though: as a Browns fan, like to to the Pittsburgh fan, if that's the worst of your problems, <laughs> we do not care. <laughs> like our own. We get our owner gave two hundred thirty million dollars to a guy that we might still not be able to play for the next two years. That's what we got. It's beautiful Browns things, and I think that's the perfect turd to end on. And that's what she said. Uh, so catch us on Facebook at None of Those Things mm-hmm. and the Dirty Dina Studio Facebook group. Right. Catch us on Instagram at this.those. Catch us on Twitter at this underscore those. Throw us an email. This podcast is none of those things at gmail.com. And coming up soon, we will be announcing our bracket category for the fall. Last year, we did movie franchises. Mm -hmm. We've got an exciting one this year, and we are going to be asking for nominations. So remember all those uh, social medias. Mm -hmm. Hit us up. Give us those five stars on Spotify and Apple and whatever other place you can rate us. Mm -hmm. Subscribe. Tell your friends. And once again, thank you for listening to this podcast is None of Those Things. Thank you very much, and we will see you next time.